Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called good. The old like Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Wow. Hey, welcome in. Band back together again. Happy March, everybody. Here's the snow. Yeah. Why what the, the hell's going on out why there? Is there a half inch of snow in my front yard right now? Because yeah, uh, you live in the sticks is yeah. the short answer of it. I So <laughs> the wife let the puppies out this morning, so I didn't see outside until I was getting ready to leave. Because you know, we've got the, the the big blinds and curtains that kind of shut everything Wait, off. you don't see outside until you leave the house? Unless, well, most mornings I put the puppies out. But yeah, I, I've got like curtains, blinds, like blocking everything. Huh. Yeah. Is I, that normal? Well, I don't want people seeing in. Well, is that, is well, that, that, that actually is a part of it because like we don't have any any like we have one tree on the entire property and uh-huh. it's in the backyard. And even then it's not ours. It comes over our property. No. Actually now that I think about it, I cut down the apple tree this year, so even the one tree that I had is gone. It's so, gone. So yeah, you can see into our house at yeah. like every angle. So I keep everything closed. Oh, okay. Because I just, you know, privacy. We usually keep our front curtains closed too. Yeah. Because half the time I'm walking around without pants on. But we have like a hundred. That's a visual. Yeah, I think we have like a hundred and forty inch bay window in the living room. It's massive. That's a that's, big window. No, it's window. freaking massive, and it's all original. Um, so it's like what from like nineteen fifty two. So it's also uh, very cold or very hot depending on what the temperature is because my windows Isn't suck. Isn't that the worst? So I have it always covered because it's like I don't need whatever's outside being more inside. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I don't really see outside until I go out go out the front door. I'll be damned. And I walked out the front door and was like snowflakes, you know, the size of gumdrops coming down. Big snowflakes yeah. all over the area. I was I and this and one caught me by surprise. To my floor to the to the uh street, the grass and my car. And I was wow. like what the hell we had is nothing this? Nothing sticking. I didn't know any snow was even coming. I, I have this. No this idea. one was a complete surprise to me. And apparently, we may be the only people that did not know that. Oh. Because I, I was like, yeah, snowing, and people are like, yeah, moron, read a book. <laughs> I was like, well, March first wasn't wasn't anticipating being on Snow Watch today, but here we are. Um, way to go, way to go. Weather in Oregon. We get snow in March. Right. I'm here for it. Whatever. It's fine. It's it changes it up. At least it's just not rain. Right. Is that is that is that is that what we're calling it now? Like we're just like, hey, it's not rain. It's yeah. just different. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, we didn't even get to like the, the the sleet. Like we get the heavy, heavy, heavy snow. Yeah, I'm here for it. I like that. I, I'll take that over rain every now and then. I, you know what? I probably would too. Especially if it doesn't stick. Well, yeah. it starts sticking. That's when it comes probably. Well, it must have started somewhat later this morning because there wasn't much coming down on my way in, going up over the hills. There was a little bit as I crested skyline, but not Ooh. much. 
Oh, Crested Skylines sounds sounds oh so fancier than it is. It really is. That's uh, that was you're a wordsmith over there. <laughs> Look at you, Crested Skyline, otherwise known as the place where the cops sit. Hmm. They still sit there. I don't ever notice them. Uh they. Do. I remember in high school they always sat there. Yeah. Rust, you you pick. I picture you as a very safe driver. You do yes. not speed. No, you're not, not really. in a hurry to get anywhere. You've got yacht rock playing. You're just jamming. Roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just listening to Holland Oats and you know little Toto. Toto. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> just Jeff just. Africa's on loop, <laughs> just in his car on going over Skyline. I'm more of a Rosanna guy. Yeah. Oh, myself, but okay. Yeah. Rosanna. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Solid Contrary to popular banger. belief, I am a safe driver. I only drive usually five to seven over the speed limit at most. I don't believe that for a second. I don't. There's a reason why I haven't gotten a speeding ticket once since I was 16. You've never gotten a speeding ticket? Not once since I was 16. I've been pulled over at least 20 times, but I've been. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> but that I, is actually a that's a big feat. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been probably twenty years or so since I got a speeding ticket. Yeah. I got a speeding ticket two months after I got my license. Nope. Wait, never mind. I forgot about one going down uh, Beaverton Highway. I got living. I got <laughs> one on uh on Beaverton Hillsdale. Wasn't me. It was my wife driving. Ah. Good mm. times. Yeah. And so it was the camera. Yeah. They, they take the picture. That's how I got got. And I was like, that's not me. Uh, <laughs> that's not me. And so you just send in like that written little letter there. And you got to send like a copy of your license in. Uh, and I hope it's gone. You don't get verification that they're like wiping it away no. and just like disregarding it. I think they right. just tell you like, hey, send us, fill out this paperwork and send us this letter. And I'm like, all right. So I did that. I don't know. I think if you challenge it, it's automatically just like, Dawn, because okay. that it's like a puppy mill. They're just like they're just trying to crank it out. They don't actually care. Boy, that's one way to describe government, but it works. <laughs> it's like I'm a just puppy mill, just I'm, trying to crank it out. I'm, seriously, I, I, do you know how many times that the the uh, red light camera in Sherwood and the one in Beaverton, right at uh, uh, Hall and Schultz Ferry, have been audited and been found to be. Uh, uh, Insufficient to no. standards. No, please tell me though. Oh God, yeah, no, several times. Oh Happens yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, great. I don't like that. Yeah, no, I like. They're, I like they're lying through their teeth. I like my police officers getting me the old-fashioned way. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> sit behind a freaking sign like a, like an old-timey cop. Yeah, yeah. I did have that happen in Texas on Route 66. Just like he was just behind, sitting behind the big the sign the, and the giant billboard that sits whoop, on whoop. the ground. It's doing 110. See, okay. Wait a minute. It's Route 66. Wait a minute. You literally two minutes ago just yeah. got done telling us I, that you only drive five to seven miles over the yeah. speed limit. You've never gotten a ticket. And you're telling me you didn't get a ticket for going 110 miles an hour? Told me to keep it under 100. D- no way. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. I was in uniform. Uh, okay. I was in uniform driving from West Texas back to Portland. He asked me where I was in such a hurry to. I said, Oregon? <laughs> and he went, What? I'm like, yeah, I'm driving. I'm driving home. I haven't been home in two years. Golly. And he saw all my stuff in the car because I lit, my car was loaded, and uh, I was in uniform. And uh, he ran my license. He goes, "You don't have any any priors, any tickets, nothing. Your record's clear." He goes, "Just, do me, just do me a favor." Well, good for you. Keep it under hundred. You know what? And I uh, went, that's good. Seriously? He's like, yeah. All right. Well, cool. Still, but- one of the coolest trips I've I've ever been on. It was incredibly long, but 
uh, this is when people still didn't hate the military. This is just, you know, obviously very soon after 9 11. Mm-hmm. I did not buy a gallon of gas the entire trip because people kept offering to, like, I told one old lady, no, please don't. The government is paying for this because when you move, they cover your, your, uh, costs. She's like, no, I got it. And then she, she's paying for it one way or another. Yes, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but she paid for that in a can of chew and, uh, thanked me for my service. And I'm like, I'm just leaving tech school. I haven't done anything yet. Well, perfect. But yeah, it was it was such a wild trip. But yeah, I uh, like I said, I got pulled over for going over a hundred, but no ticket. No tickets. Yeah. Gosh, you are a serial killer. I've been you pulled... like they're like no prior criminal history. Uh, no, I've been pulled like, this over. This is happening more times than I could count. But yeah. the combination of the driver's license, military ID, and a concealed carry permit. That's the, those are the pretty good. It's once you have those because usually the conversation turns to are you number one. It doesn't not doesn't generally. It always turns to are you carrying right now. Got to kind of figure that one out. And then it turns into, what are you carrying? <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> just, they, they, they just turn into little kids immediately. Uh, uh, P1 Farhad chiming in on the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further on Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online, VancouverFord.com. Never having a speeding ticket is wrong at so many levels. I had one. Like I said, two months after I got my license. Oh, no. You said you haven't... Uh, he said since he was 16. Since he was 16. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got two months after I got my license in Beaverton, uh, right there on uh, on Allen and... Uh, was that Watson? I was doing 34 and like a 25. Yeah. To send that message. It, well, it, it pop yeah. You. Yeah, they get you right away. Uh, this, to get, uh, this texture says, got popped by a cop on the way back from the Apple Cup. Hiding behind a tractor. That's what we like to see. That is the most Palouse yeah. thing ever. Like, you just kind of take that one. You're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> he's hiding behind a cow. He's behind, he's you behind, got me. He got me. He's behind a tractor. All right. At least you didn't get pulled over by a tractor. Yeah. You know? like Small. getting That'd be like getting pulled over by a bike cop, like downtown Portland. Like, yeah, pedaling. Like, that happened yeah, to me once fine. at the airport. No. No. In the, uh, the, uh, the pickup you know, lane. Like the drive through pickup lane. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he told me I blasted through a stop sign, which I absolutely did not. Oh, He's like, you almost hit that lady. It's like she was three lanes over. Mm. It's not almost anything. In his mind, it was, dude. Speaking of uh, cops and country, there okay. was a uh, countryside, I should say. There was a video that went viral the other day of a cop in Nebraska. A hay bale had fallen off a truck. He squatted this thing off the road, which a hay bale was about 1,000 pounds. I'm talking the big circular stacked ones, not the square ones. I'm talking the ones so, that look like a like a giant. Uh, yeah, was that a ho ho? Like a big old sleeping bag. Yeah, I, th- I think what you're thinking is a ding dong. Is it ding dong? Ding dong. Ho hos are 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 no long. the ding dong. The ding dong is the round like hockey shaped one. Yeah. The ho ho is like the twirly one, yeah, like so the, right. like the little Debbie Swiss rolls. Yeah, but they're longer. Yeah, they're longer. Yeah, no, yeah. but I mean, like they're rolled like a. I would, I would say ding dong. It's a combination ho ho ding dong. There we it's, go. It's a ding ho. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh, ding. he wait. He lifted that thing off. He squatted it off the road, like got underneath it, and just put it up on its chest and squatted it off the road. Strong like bull. I was like, jeez, good god, get the, that guy in the combine. <laughs> The actual combine or the NFL combine? This NFL oh, okay. combine where they're running four fours all over because yeah. DBs are on the field. Now. But he, uh, the best part about it was the dash cam officers what caught this, and he kind of looks back at the dash cam and kind of gives a yeah, yeah, you, 
I did that. Yeah. All right. The, so uh, that went from that kind of went really cool to kind of douchey. Like he just looked back and was like, "Yeah, look at me." He knew what oh, he was doing. Well, I think he re- how, immediately realized I'm going to need that dash camera footage. How how many times do you think he arranged his vehicle to make sure he had the right the, the good shot? Line. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, now I got now this. I got this. Boy, was I lucky that was caught on camera. I had no idea. <laughs> Everybody, go this way yeah. down the street. I think, I think, I show think me the where the weight room is that way. Yeah. It's all right, I'll find it. Uh, <laughs> it was still impressive, nonetheless. Those things, like I said, they weigh like a thousand, twelve hundred pounds. So, okay, I got a combine question for everybody out there. Mm. Um, you can chime in on the Vancouver Ford text line, or. Uh, YouTube.com slash 1080 AM The Fan. We are live and streaming on YouTube.com slash 1080 AM The Fan. Combine related. Mm. Which is the coolest, um, I don't know, I don't even know what we call these, workout, workout to be a top performer in at the Combine? Ooh. Danny and Dusty on The Fan. Yeah, moron. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. All right, the NFL Combine is going on in Indianapolis right now, and they got the DBs running right now, and this is where times are just freakish. Daquan Hardy from Penn, Penn State. State just ran a 4.39. That is the fifth player that I've seen go under 4.5, and 4.39 is blazing yes. fast. That is crazy fast. Uh, Oregon Duck Kyrie Jackson is up next. Cam Hart is out right now from Notre Dame. So we could see some crazy times coming up. Here's uh, here's my question. What would you, what is the coolest workout to be the top performer in? Because for me, it would always be the fastest man. There's two. There's two choices. Okay. It's the 40 or the bench. The 40 or the bench? There, who was Vertical's it? pretty awesome, though, because if you can fly... Flying's pretty awesome. Which I believe the biggest right now is just over 40. Like 40 and a quarter, I think, is what it was, which was uh, Jared Verse. You've got all-time, the all-time ranks here. The fastest 40 in combine history. John Ross, former Washington Husky, 4-2-2. Which you've got the unconfirmed Bo Jackson, 4-1-8. And same with uh, Deion Sanders. But those were, no matter what, those are hand times. Yes. And so conversions on those, you're probably looking at 4-2-2. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... That's probably where they're at right there. Um, even probably even maybe a little bit even slower than that. But uh, yeah, four two two is the fastest all time. And then you have guys like in the bench press, Stephen Paya, Oregon State Beaver. I remember seeing the video of this. That that was gross. Forty nine reps of two hundred and twenty five pounds That's on the disgusting. bench. Disgusting. Good lord. Uh, the- didn't didn't Haloti? Wasn't his like forty one? 
I remember him having a nasty one too. Some guys just get bored uh, and they just stop. Yeah. And I I have heard stories of Haloti Nada going like just like 50 like it was nothing, mm-hmm. which that's a wild thing. Uh, I'm looking here. I don't see Haloti Nada on the on the leaderboard for the bench press record. But, um, and this goes all the way down to 37 reps is where they stop. stop. He, was, he, was, he was at 37. He was at 37. Yeah. Okay. Um, you've got, so Steven Paya, 49 reps. And Mitch Petrus of Arkansas, 45, along with Mike Kudia, defense lineman at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's really strong. Yeah. 225 pounds. That's a, that's lot, a lot of weight, of weight to move man. that many times. But. The vertical, the highest vertical in combine history. I'm going to guess 46? 45 inches. Chris okay. Conley, uh, oh, okay. wide receiver from Georgia. And then Donald Washington also did uh, 45 inches corner out of Ohio State. Broad jump, which is also kind of flying. Isn't there like a 12-footer in there? 12-3. Yeah. Byron Jones, yeah. Connecticut defensive back. God. 12-foot. That's Olympic stuff. Which, the crazy thing about looking at this, the guys who hold all these records... Probably for their professional career, Chris Conley may be the most notable. John Ross yeah. was an absolute bust. Stephen yes. Pio was a serviceable guy. Yeah, for sure. Because Chris Conley was serviceable, probably a little bit more. But like I, I hear Byron Jones, he may be in that like Stephen Pio yeah. serviceable guys. Sure. Solid. The, the workout warriors type. Yeah. These, these are guys that when you're in pretty much all of these, if you're in the 99th percentile, it's you. You usually shine in that one thing, and you're lacking somewhere else. Do you know who the record holder is for the three cone drill at the NFL Combine? It's something dumb. It it, it uh, is a. I got. He's white. Yeah. No. <sighs> who is it? Jeff Mail. Thank Oregon you. wide receiver. I, yeah. Jeff Mail. How about the Northwest just absolutely dominating these? You've got Oregon, Oregon State, and Washington. Mm-hmm. All dominating the uh, the record, and Brandon Cooks holds holds the twenty yard shuttle record. Ooh, at three eight one. People are wondering. Wow, is the Pac twelve the West Coast as the athletes the workout warrior the workout warrior? <laughs> That's crazy. Like Chris Johnson, uh, running back, obviously. Mis- what was he? CJ two K three. Yeah, but he his 10-yard split in the 40 is the fastest of anybody. And this is kind of where they say the 40 is is not the it's the 10. It's not what is. you look at. It's your 10-yard split and how fast your 10-yard sp- split is because if you go down this list, now you're looking at more n- notable players like Chris Jones is, he under is one number five? 1. He's 1-4. One uh <laughs> Henry Ruggs who problematic now? In <laughs> yes, but prison. But speed wise, he one, was terrifying. One four three. Malcolm Mitchell one four three. Like these are where you're you're starting to see guys that actually DK Metcalf at one four five, which is disgusting considering he's six four two twenty five. He's a big dude. Golly, I still think CD Lamb is at one four six. Jonathan Taylor one four six. I, I think that is where you sit there and you go. That is the measurable that they actually covet now yeah. because there is the burst some translation. How often are you going to have the John Ross getting a free release running 40 yards down the field? Not Nobody runs often. for it. Like the 40 for linemen is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> if those guys are running 40 yards, something 
very, very bad probably. or very good happen yeah. where they don't need to be running Honestly, that fast. it should probably be five and ten. <laughs> five and ten yard splits. Which is it uh, for you? I'm going fastest man. <sighs> yeah, I think I'm going to as well. The bench is so it, when you get when you get the strength coach whoever's down there going nuts though when a guy gets 35 40 the videos from that is pretty nuts but you don't ever get the overlay you, you know what I mean you, you get the overlay on the on the 40 where you get to see just how much faster one dude is than everyone else and it's disgusting Patrick Mahomes do you see his Twitter his tweet, yeah he is please stop doing that and they just kept doing it I love it but at the same time like you deserve it man yeah like. Like you, you, you ran a terrible 40. You were not inspiring in your 40-yard no. dash. And you're not inspiring any time you carry the ball because any every time we watch you run with the football, it looks like you're just shuffling around the field and it does not look very fast at all. Yet, he gets away from people and he's 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 elusive. He's slippery. I want to see his overlay right now with Toledo's Quinion Mitchell who just ran a 4-3-3. That's vast. Goodness sakes. You guys, these guys are moving right now. There are four sub 440 times already. Yep. And, but, well, you have nine that are over, or, sub, sub or four ten, five. 10 sub 45 guys right now. Good Lord. This is just, just the DBs. What is the wide receiver class going to look like? Well, here's the thing about DBs they are all very fast. They just can't catch. So that's why <laughs> they're going to be faster. Uh, the the wide receivers you don't have to be as fast because you can catch a football, you know. There there are some beliefs that Adunze <laughs> is going to clock a four three. He that would be that will vault him up a lot of draft boards he might, for some stupid reason because just watch him play football and he yeah. should be probably the number two receiver off the board. All due respect to Malik Neighbors, I I've watched Roma Dunze against just a dude double coverage uh. still get open because he's a phenomenal route runner as well. Like neighbors, very good football player. Roma Dunze is it's competition with Marvin Harrison in my opinion. I I honestly and truly believe that Marvin Harrison Jr. is absolutely incredible. He's not doing anything at this combat. He's not he's even doing, doing like the podium interviews. He's just doing interviews with teams. That's it. And I love that. I actually appreciate what he and Caleb Williams are doing, which is. If you are in a position of control, this is where this is where you do it, and it doesn't hurt anybody or anything. Why, like Caleb Williams, isn't even doing medicals for teams at this uh, at the combine? Because why would you? Why would you why give yourself? No. Because any what what's gonna happen is there's gonna be teams that just try to drag you a little bit, yep. knock you down, find a peg anything that don't have any chance of drafting you. Mm -hmm. There are currently like three teams that Caleb Williams needs to be worrying about, mm -hmm. and then everybody else, whatever. You you just who cares what they think? The less ammo there is to have any sort of distraction out there, don't give it to them. Don't work out. Yeah. Do the interviews, show your personality, and then just be there to shake hands and kiss babies. The don't work out. The interesting thing is the NBA is now mandating the medicals. Yeah, so that way teams have full medicals on guys. But what what Caleb Williams is saying he'll do is all of these guys go and they do their personal workouts for teams. Yeah. And they'll run their medicals again. Yeah, yes. And they'll run them all there. Really what I think the NBA may have right is you run those medicals, you know, at the combine, and then you can double-check anything, and you can maybe go in a little bit further on any question marks that you do have. It also gives teams a baseline to work with. Like, if, if they're, if they're going to trade for a guy in four years – you know when he came in the league kind of what he looked like, and you can compare wear and tear and understand kind of where a guy is at. If you're a quarterback getting traded, 
It's not good news anyway. So no. just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it at all. Uh, it It's an interesting uh, combine so far in that regard that you do have uh, a lot of these, well, just two of them, because there are truly only two guys about every single year that have this leverage and have this power. And if you can do it, use it because yeah. there's very few times that you have leverage in the draft process. Yeah, use use what you've got in front of you. There's no reason to go through the throw, no reason to talk. If you want to go to your team interviews, great. Beyond that, control what you can control, go to the environments you can protect, like your pro day, and go from there. Jim Harbaugh is there with his son. Mm-hmm. And his son looks exactly like him. Well, this is the amazing thing. They just showed him on TV. Harbaugh currently has a son who is coaching in the in the NFL, mm-hmm. Jay Harbaugh. Yep, up in Seattle. He also has like that kid was like seven, seven, eight years old. Yeah, he's like a salmon. He's just gonna spawn till he dies. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's just going to I thought salmon died when they spawn. No, he's going to spawn till he dies. He's just going to uh. spawn and then once he can once he can't spawn or coach football, producing kids and coaching football, that's what Jim Harbaugh does, damn it. Mm. He's he's just going to keep pumping out kids and whichever one ends first is when his life stops. The terrifying thing is his kid looks like a carbon copy of him. <laughs> it's it's if you put that kid up in front of anybody it, it it's a Michigan football fan. Like that's a Harbaugh kid. Like you just you just know what that looks like. Same same jaw, same yeah. football dead eyes. This is crazy. Yeah, he's gonna have the Joe Paterno glasses in yeah. no time too. Which Jim Harbaugh is transitioning into Joe Paterno. But it's 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 weird. In looks, in looks, in looks. Well, I mean he, I mean in a far less serious. Looking the other way, he didn't. He was just like, I don't know what's going on with Connor Stallions. Sure, you know, way less serious than what Joe Pa overlooked and just mm-hmm. ignored for decades. But um, he, Jim Harbaugh, is like meshing into every like great football coach of all time. He has the scowl of Bear Bryant. He has the glasses of Joe Paterno. Mm. He wears his hat like Woody Hayes. It's like it's like uh, collecting infinity stones of college football coaches. And then all of his like Harbaughisms are of Jack and Bo Schembechler. Mm-hmm. So he's got like five coaches right there that he just tries to embody at all times. I like it. And he's turning into all of them. Like he, the the Joe Pa comps are really going to happen when he craps his pants on the field and has to <laughs> shuffle off of do, the do Chargers little, yeah. field and into the tunnel. That's yeah. when that's when he'll finally complete his trans transition. He'll, he'll win a Super Bowl and just snap his fingers like Thanos, and they'll be gone. Gosh, Jim friggin' Harbaugh. Seven kids. Seven of them. Seven. What are, what's the age range there? Um, thirty I'm not to eight. Sure. It doesn't really say that. Um, from his first marriage, he has sons Jay and James. And a daughter, Grace, and then from his second marriage, it looks like two daughters and two sons. And he got married to his second wife in 2008. Still, just still working, working through it. Wife number three, he's going to have five kids at that point. So we had three, four, and I think he's going to have five in, in, on the third marriage. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what would it be like to be married to a guy like Jim Harbaugh? 
I feel like everything is a lot of milk. I think it's it's very intense too. I think every conversation is very intense. Like, what does downtime look like in that house? All right, so we've got Jay's the oldest, born in 89. All right. He's got one in 96, one in 2000. Uh, Date of birth unknown on two of them. And then Jack was born 2012, so he's 12. That kid that he's sitting next to is 12? I mean. He looks like he's like eight. Well, Holy I guess, smokes. I guess he has another one named John. Okay, so That's after his 20. Youngest kid. So he's probably uh, I'll just I'll say just eight. say that like Seven, eight to eight. ten years yeah. old. Yeah. We're we're probably sitting in that range right there. So he's got one that's thirty-six and one that's eight. Do you think that Great he had range. to name the youngest one John because John beat him in the Super Bowl? Probably. And he just like uses that, that a bet. motivational reminder. Like that's why he's at the combine with him. Is so he's a reminder every time he looks at him. He's like, I'm not gonna let him beat me again. Well, yeah. Or was it? Or was it a bet? Loser has to have another kid and name it after the other <laughs> brother. Uh, yeah, this texture's right on too. Jim is definitely a whitey tidy guy. Oh, for sure, whitey tidy guy. Also, the, there's no doubt about it. We just had a combine warrior, uh, Nate Wiggins from Clemson, run four two nine. That's fast. Holy, that's very fast. That's he very he fast. was picked as one of the freaks of the combine, uh, along with Chop Robinson. Four two nine. Yikes! <laughs> there are eight guys running sub four four. Yeah. Already. That was crazy, just what we saw on television right there. <clears throat> he looked like an Olympic sprinter. His head did not move. Yeah. It looked like his head was wobbling, but just his body was wobbling yeah. uh, because he is so damn fast. Yeah. He is truly fast. That's crazy. <laughs> the other day- uh, These dudes are cooking. Isaac couldn't remember Chop Robinson's name, so he, he spit out Pork Johnson. <laughs> Pork wow. Johnson is great. And I was like, that, it's like I think we just named Dirt's second kid. Yeah, I, I mean, there's smudge and then pork, smudge and pork, pork Johnson, huh? <laughs> I would draft him. Like that's a first round name right, right? there. Yeah, like Pork Johnson, you're drafting him. He's got to be a D tackle though. Yeah, he can't be an edge rusher. He's a run stuffer. He, he definitely yeah. is. Like there's no doubt either that or he's a fullback. Like Pork Johnson yeah. is a fullback or a a nose tackle. Yeah, like that guy is just whatever he's doing, leading with the head. <laughs> so four two nine is if you do the math on it, it's about nineteen point one miles per hour. That's, that's pretty fast. That would be. If he went from zero to immediately 19.1. Wow. So that means his top end probably reached 22 to 23 miles per hour. Fast guy. It's a fast That's guy right terrifying. there. terrifying. It's a fast guy right there. All right. Um, we'll, we'll keep you abreast on anything that happens with the combine if any records are broken. But uh, this is my question. Which event would you want to be the top performer in the NFL combine? Are you going bench press, 40-yard mm. dash, vertical, Broad jump, lunch buffet, lunch buffet. Ooh. I think you or Wonderlick. Oh, oh, it's not the Wonderlick anymore. It's um, well, it's, a, it's a new test now. I know it's uh, the uh, it, it's the one Bryce Young ace that made the Panthers draft him. It's a <laughs> comprehension test. You're processing a comprehension. CJ Stroud did very poorly on it, and that's he nuked played. it on purpose too. He did not want to, to do it. Do it. Yeah. Which I don't blame them. Yeah. I don't blame them one bit. It's like, why do I need to? I'm a quarterback. Why do I need to know if a train is leaving El Paso, traveling at 45 yeah. miles an hour, and another train is leaving Baton Rouge at 78 miles an hour? Which one is going to get to Houston the fastest? Mm. I don't care. 
<laughs> That's not what I do. I'm not here to play school. <laughs> You're damn right. Mm. Give, give me the shapes and colors. That's that 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 makes more sense. The, the idiocracy, the pushing the shapes through the holes box. Yes. Yeah. I and how fast can I do that? Yeah. Yes. Give me that instead. Pattern I'm all for it. Pattern recognition and processing. Yeah. That's give me that instead. <laughs> Probably going to get a lot higher scores. Yeah. All right, 503-864-6326. That be the Vancouver Ford text line. We'll put a poll up, too, on uh, which combine you would want to, uh, combine event you would want to be the best at. But uh, coming up next, we go sticking in the NFL because the combine is just giving us more and more treats. We were talking Roma Dunze and Marvin Harrison. Some people might knock Roma Dunze down a peg or two. Maybe we'll vault him past Marvin Harrison with what he had to say after Rust with SportsCenter. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Being serious as a professional athlete is something that uh, they take very they, they take with great authority at the NFL Combine. Womp womp. You've got to be a professional. Which leads us uh, to questions like these. Roma Dunze at uh, the Pro Day, or at the NFL Combine today, was asked about if uh, he has a particular set of skills when it comes to aviation travel. Do you think you can land a plane in case of emergency? Absolutely not. <laughs> we are going down. All souls have perished. <laughs> Wait. Why? Is he? Is his voice a mix between Cat Williams and Bomani Jones? Yes. That's... The fact that you had that nailed that well is kind of impressive. Like, that is a perfect mix of Cat Williams... Listen to this again. Cat Williams... Comedian Bomani Jones, sports reporter. Do you think you can land a plane in case of emergency? Absolutely not. <laughs> we are going down. All souls have perished. <laughs> He's from Vegas. I love that. He's so, got a great voice. He does. There's almost a a bit of a southern drawl. But it's not Southern because he's from Vegas. So it's just, just apparently just how he talks. Hey, Southern Nevada. <laughs> Southern Nevada drawl right there. Uh, I love the – we are getting these sorts of Super Bowl Media Day-esque questions coming players' way uh, across the scouting combine. I appreciate that Roma Dunze is honest in this because I think there's a lot of people – like this texture said – a uh, random thought of the day: Bears run forty miles an hour, yet top athletes at the combine run at twenty-three miles an hour, and people think they can outrun a bear. We cannot outrun bears. There is a delusion uh, amongst people. Like this is our, uh, the great Will Darkens of Sinner in the Saint. And he thinks he can fight a hippo. He thinks he could outrun a hippo, and he he would win against a hippo. No, he would not. He would he would die, and he will die on this mountain of it's not a hill, it is a mountain. The National Wildlife Federation says that a full-grown grizzly bear can run up to 35 miles per hour. We can't do this. <laughs> we can't do this. Boy, that is a lot of mass moving <laughs> awfully quick, too. Nuts, Holy dude! Holy crap. 
Yet the Bears can't stop the run. <laughs> um, 35 miles per hour. What, what's, a, what's a grizzly bear weigh? Like 1,200 pounds? I think that Roma Dunze right there, that little uh, glimpse of honesty, I love that from him because, because I think there's a abnormal amount of people that believe that they could land a plane in a in a an emergency situation and i just don't think that that's it depends true. on the plane Nah. But, am i confident and i could land a 747 no piper cub yeah i can i can do the latter but the 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 big plane there's a lot it's a lot more going on there there's way too much going on it's, there. there's just a lot going on little tiny single engine plane not as difficult as you think. But passenger plane, yeah, that's everyone's dead. Yeah, I think that's a, I, I think that's the right that, answer. That's that's yeah. But we, if you're like if you're talking like a little I mean, even a little dual engine plane, a little biplane even, like something like that, like it's not You think you think a lot of people could could land that bad yeah, boy? Yeah. I mean my dumbass can. So yeah. I saw that there was one prospect. I, I can't remember who it was, but there was a prospect that was asked about um, birds, and he said that he was like, are, he was asked, "Are birds real?" And he's like, "Yeah, birds are real." And then went with the, but pigeons aren't. <laughs> he, went, he went with the pigeons are. It's like okay, that, now we're learning a little bit more about this, you. This, now my red flags are starting to go. We had up. the safety from uh, Texas Tech. Who went with the uh, doesn't believe in space yesterday? That's a bold one. Flat Earther as well. A flat er- both. And he went to a technical school. Went to Texas Tech. <laughs> you would think when after a tortilla was thrown at him in, too too many times. In fairness well, yeah, he to thinks him, the world is flat and round like a tortilla. In, in fairness <laughs> to him, though, being in Lubbock, I mean, there's no hills. It's I mean, pretty you, flat. You there. can stand on a beer can and see other states. So I get, there may be a little bit of reasoning to him believing that uh, the Earth is flat because there there's nothing in Lubbock, Texas. It is flat as hell yeah. in Lubbock, Texas. You it, go a little bit north and you can actually get to a spot where it is as flat as a pancake. There are too many people living on the Internet now. I think that's what we're learning is that uh, when you live on the Internet, boy, your takes are going to be out there. But the pigeons not being real... Here's my here's my thought on pigeons. If if pigeons were the government spying on us, why would they be in uh, large groups? Usually, like surrounding, I don't know, like Pioneer Square. Are they really trying to get the insights of like the homeless population of Portland and the goings on of of Pioneer Square, the tree lighting ceremony? No, mm. they're, they're, they would be widespread in more places. Pigeons. Not robots. Final answer. That's some real. That's some very city centric living. Their, that their eyes that. do look like little cameras, though. That's true. That is true. So that is true. Maybe they're 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 keeping a track of the uh, billions now, of this, murderous crows. But couldn't this be debunked by just like somebody with a BB gun, like going out and you know, hmm? you know, advocating yeah. shooting pigeons? No. I mean, but I'm just saying that, like, all of these people on YouTube that are like, birds aren't real, birds aren't real. It's like, dude, I've seen a bird just fly directly into my window. Yeah, and well, it's because it lost connection. It's yeah, it's it, brain it, its brain did splatter. Yeah, it leaves uh, a like mark. it did not. It was not a. It was not a soft landing there. No. I mean, I, <laughs> I have seen hawks swoop down and 
eat other birds like in my front yard mm. where you're like, mm, yeah, there's no robotics coming out of there. It's yeah. not leaking oil. Mm. That's for damn sure. I didn't I, see I, any smoke. The whole birds aren't real thing. That is one rabbit hole what, of the internet. I don't know. What's I a be weirder, in. weirder rabbit hole? The flat earth space isn't real or birds aren't real? Yes. I think the birds aren't real is weirder because it's easier to. It's disprove. it's because yeah we we've seen it like it, it just go outside and like leave maybe city limits for you don't even have to leave city limits like you could just see like you can find a dead bird if you walk around long enough like that th- that is that's very real <laughs> you know maybe it's just the, maybe, the whole maybe space some thing, birds are aren't real the whole space thing is just uh, people being far too gullible on the internet and not believing scientists. They bit, But at the same time, it's like, well, I've never seen it. How do I know? And those people, I, I guess you may have a point there, but I'm just going to go ahead and trust the people that, I don't know, have been to the moon and study this for a living. Yeah, I'll I don't want to get punched them. by Buzz Aldrin. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you can really throw much of a punch anymore. Good back in the day, though. Yeah, dude. He was a scrapper. Mm-hmm. Buzz Aldrin. Who, who was the was it the NASA director that he punched? No, it was somebody. Film? It was somebody trying to uh, like going up to him and telling him that the moon landing was faked. Yeah, oh, is that what it was? Okay, yes. and so he popped him. Yeah, I like yeah. that. There we go. Yeah. I, I like that in my in my spaceman. Well, no, that's the, the the that's the greatest generation there. Mm-hmm. I right? mean, uh, we're losing something with our spacemen yeah. now, right? They're they're not just a decorated. We, we did go back to the moon pilots. Sort of. Unmanned, unmanned and unmanned. wrapped in a Columbia yeah. jacket. Uh, that's right. How about that? That was a big up for Columbia Sportswear. Yeah. They they were they there had like the lining of it's it. It's like right? the Omni Heat technology, I believe, mm-hmm. they're using their jackets. If it can keep a spaceship warm, it can keep me warm. Yeah, right. And space is like what is it, minus four hundred? Like I, I don't know exactly, but yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty cold. Yeah. All right. Uh one little update from the combine here too. Uh, freshly after running his 4.2940, Clemson cornerback Nate Wiggins felt a groin pop and had to be helped to the training room. Oh, yep, they're showing him with the ice bag sitting on the bench right now. Well, he already showed he can do it, so... He's good. Yeah. This may be one of those shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, shut it down and live to play another day. That guy has more abs than I think that was possible. Yeah, no, he he had a 14-pack. Uh, according to uh, the science people at NASA, hmm. space it operates at a temperature of 2.7 Kelvin or minus 453.8 degrees. That's the what? Yeah, that's that's the temperature of space. Minus 453.8 degrees Fahrenheit or minus 270.45 degrees Celsius. That is so cold. Yeah. Golly. That's why they always show it in the movies. Like when the, the mask comes off, they, they just turn into giant popsicles. <clears throat> or their heads explode. Yeah. I've seen that too. No vacuum. Mm. All right. Or creating um, a vacuum. Here's a, I've seen this too. The guy who did stated the birds aren't real thing, mm. uh, he did it as a spoof, and it turned out people believed it, which was his point of the whole thing. That's like uh, the whole... You know, was it L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. the Scientology guy? Mm-hmm. He he wrote like a an article or... Uh, an opinion piece about like the best way to to create a racket is to create your own religion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> create Scientology. Is that is that who that was? Watch think, me work. I think it was L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> people will 
People will believe it. People want to find things to believe in. Sure. And that's, that's the how whole we have, thing. That's why we have cults. But the, and this is why everybody having a voice on social media is eh, good. Everybody can have yeah. a Yeah. Some people, it's too loud. <laughs> some people's voice on social media is a little bit too loud. I'm just huh? saying, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a good way to allow a thinning of the herd. <laughs> And we're going to do it that way. Yeah, Darwin works. All right, uh, 503-864-6326. Away from the combine, let's get the Blazers. Thank God the calendar turned from February to March today. Mm -hmm. They are back at it. They are in Memphis. Uh, And is this history? Next on The Fan. Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. The Washington Wizards played last night, and they, in a 134-131 loss to the Los Angeles Lakers, became the 15th team in NBA history to go winless over an entire month of an NBA season. As I saw that kind of be scrolling across, I was like, hey, this is actually pretty good for the Blazers because it didn't make like national headlines and it really wasn't that big of a deal because the Blazers also went over the month of November, or February. Which, when you throw out like the beginning of the year, October's of the world, it's the first time the organization has had a, has had a winless month. For the Blazers? Yeah. They are actually, the Wizards became the third team this season mm. to end a month winless. Yes. We had the Pistons do it in November. Mm -hmm. The Blazers and Wizards both did it uh, in February of this month. And my research could be wrong here because it's very hard to find uh, this. But we do know there have been 15 teams that have gone winless over an entire month of play. As far as I've found, we've never seen a month where two teams in the NBA went winless in the same month. The Blazers and Wizards both doing it in the month of February is a first in the NBA. Yeah, I'm I'm looking through here and it looks like there was an 8-year run where we didn't see any uh winless months by any NBA teams in I I think it went from like 2011 to 2019. Mm-hmm. But we're starting to see that uptick happen Yet again, um, and it, like the, the question is like, we know that teams are are obviously not trying to win. The Pistons, the Wizards, and the Blazers are all trying to do that. But are we hitting this kind of apex where the in a season where the NBA is actively trying to curtail this, we're seeing more teams than ever go winless. Over over the course of a month in February, if there's a month to do it, it's February because of the fact you got the All Star break in there. Yes, <laughs> with, with the lesser games and the, the disruption in between the two, you can find a little bit of room there to make it a little bit more excusable. But uh, yeah, no, the ineptitude is uh, is spiking across the board in the NBA as, as the the ha- the difference between the haves and the haves nots is significantly more different. And and what I find is I, I, even more discouraging for the Blazers than it is for the Wizards or the Pistons is like we see this Blazers team having their flashes where you're like they're not that bad. The closest they came to a win was that overtime loss to the Detroit Pistons of all teams at home at Moda Center. You know, and you even when you're trying and you're fighting and you're scratching and clawing to, to get these wins, you're just not 
getting there. And no. to, for this to only happen 15 times in NBA history and three of them to happen this year, that's a pretty incredible number to to kind of be staring us right in the face here especially locally yeah no and that's it's it's again it's a, it's a mark of of a struggle for for the organization by a pretty substantial margin because you take a look at this, this franchise's history up until a couple of years ago they were one of the winningest franchises in all of sports they're still i believe fifth in overall win percentage in the nba the the, the lakers celtics Spurs and Suns, I believe, are the only ones in front of them. Which I think, if you discount the the Thunder and the Heat, which I think are right there with Portland, but they've existed for like what thirty years less. Yeah, so the, the game's differences is what the Heat were eighty nineteen eighty eight, and yeah. the the Thunder were what two thousand seven. Yeah, so far less less time. But that run of twenty one years, when you have a twenty one year run where you're making the playoffs every single year for you know two decades that's that bolsters your win percentage that, that of, racks up quite a bit we have been and i think that you know in portland the good news is that the losses when you have an over month like february kind of gets brushed to the side because it wasn't making nearly the headlines that the that the wizards were for whatever reason but that's the good part the bad part is that i think the blazers do get overlooked as an organization that has been very good because you only have one NBA championship. Mm -hmm. You have two other NBA finals appearances mm -hmm. and that's it. The rest of it has just been consistently in the playoffs, mm -hmm. but never getting over the hump. And I think you, you can make an argument that they were probably one of the four best teams, probably 10 times in the league. Yeah. Well, the early and mid nineties, yeah. obviously, and then the early two thousands. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, you, you get obviously the title year, the year after the title, when they were 50 and 10, I believe, when Walton got hurt. Which yes. is kind of insane to think about. <laughs> 50 and 10 sounds about sounds pretty nice about now, doesn't it? Goodness gracious. Uh, and then you have uh, the, what is it, 88 season to 93. So it's at six years. They were up to eight. And you can easily say three, probably four, from 98 to 01. Yet... The franchise, because of what's happened since 01, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people just for, have forgotten how good this franchise was. Historically. And the thing is, like they, they had what three losing seasons from 04 to 07. And that's the, there's only been two stretches. Well, this is now the third. This is the third year now that they have had a stretch of more than three, uh, three, three years of losing seasons. From 04 to 07, the last three years, and then the first five years of the, of the franchise's existence. Other than that, they do they have not strung together losing periods at all. Here's a question that I have. What has been lost in that for quite literally four decades prior to that, mm -hmm. the Blazers organization is one where it has been a quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. What has accelerated this to the point where now now we're having a, a lull that I don't know. It, it's not going to change next year either. Like we're, it, it's not going to be some quick turnaround. No. What has changed in that, uh, that ability to build a competent team? 503-864-6326. Danny Dusty on the fan.